Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I don't even have a ball glove. I don't think I do. I do. I just don't know where it is. Yeah, but you said you and your uh, Kellen loves to play catch. Yeah, I had to use another glove because I don't know where my actual one is. So I use my wife's glove. <laughs> so we do. I take my wife's glove and go out and play catch. You're a mystifying person. Your wife's glove fits you? It does. You ever put your wife's underwear on? No. Okay, well, <laughs> no. making sure. What about a little sniff? Little no! Sniff. You sniff that glove? <laughs> no, I'm not sniffing the glove. You ever sniff the glove? No, never smelled the glove. What a weird conversation that was. <laughs> it's a Monday here on the Roundtable. Uh, Zach Cantrell sitting here with me. I'm James Strebel, 437-9680, UPS Jobs text line. Uh, a lot of play-by-play here this week on our stations. Tuesday, we'll have Texas A&M versus Arkansas at 6.45 p.m. on ESPN 680-1057. Wednesday, Louisville Basketball versus Notre Dame, 5.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Thursday, Louisville Women's Basketball at Georgia Tech, 5.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Bellarmine Basketball also on Thursday. They're versus Central Arkansas, 6.15 p.m. here on ESPN 680. And then Saturday, we have it all here on our stations as well. Louisville Baseball versus St. Bonaventure, 12.45 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Bellarmine Basketball back in action versus North Alabama, 3.45 p.m. on ESPN 680. Kansas versus Texas, 5.45 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Then Knicks versus Celtics, 8 p.m. on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 The Ville. So check that out. 437-9680. Now, now, Zach, you heard this. Hopefully it didn't go through on the air. Hopefully my mic wasn't so. hot. Okay, no. good. Uh, because there was some language. Uh, we were sent a, a bit. Go ahead, Zach. Oh, it was disgraceful. Yeah, we were sent a clip of that Twitter space that we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> it was only 40 seconds. Can you imagine four hours of Four that? hours of that, yeah. It, it was just Ooh. F this and F that and bleep him and get off my... I mean, just not yeah. not the best. <laughs> Someone did tweet at me and said, uh, let me see here, it's the following. Uh, you can invite the person on that had the space instead of bashing him. Uh, first off, thank you for listening to the show. I, I do appreciate that. Um, I'm not going to have that individual on the show <laughs> because uh, I'm not interested in the Kenny Payne should stay conversation because it shouldn't be a conversation. And it was, I mean, that Twitter, like I said earlier, it was, it was the worst. And as toxic as you all say that these radio personalities are, you're worse. You're 10 times worse. 
He's, they're not interested in actual discourse. Like, if they were interested in actual discourse, then fine. We can yeah. have a conversation. But when you're getting personal with people like that and accusing, you know, us of being honks and everything, right? no. It's, it, it just, they it, don't it, want to have an honest conversation. No, they don't. If, if, if that individual or one of those individuals would come on and have a real honest conversation about Kenny Payne and not, you know, automatically, immediately go to the personal attacks and the – you know all the other things that I heard on that, then that that's fine. But that's not what's what's going to happen because uh, I know Ty Spalding and a few other people have tried to be in on those conversations, and every time they try to go on there, they're just shouted down or they're talked down to, or it's just yeah. it, and none of it's productive. I, we're we invite open conversation on our airwaves. It's just when people are going to talk down on others, or if we're just going to get to a point where we're banging our head against the wall, there's right. no reason to do it. I no, mean, exactly. There is no reason. It's to not do good it. radio. It's not. It doesn't make good radio. It doesn't make good content, and people just tune that stuff out. Yeah, like, it could no be reason. funny. Now, sure. the, the other side of the coin would be, you know, one of these KP individuals calls in and, and we entertain a conversation, and they we make each other mad. We yell and scream at each other. That could be funny. There is comedy value to it, Zach. There I'm not. Is. I'm not leaving that out of the out of the. Equation, but again, I'm not. I'm not interested in doing that at all. So y'all can have your Twitter spaces and, and get mad there if, if that's what you want to do and defend a, a coach winning 12 games and losing 46. If that is your, if that is what you want to do, then that is fine. Oh, this is just coming down here, Zach. Uh, if the ACC is willing to negotiate with Florida State, we could see the same. We see the next round of conference realignment soon. So, oh, wow. wow. So, yeah, it does seem like Where'd the ACC, it's, it's on on three. Uh, seems like the ACC will be willing to bend the knee to Florida State. And if that's the case and Florida State gets out, the ACC is done. Florida State leaves the ACC, the ACC, it's over. It's yeah. Oh, no, it's over. It's because over. Clemson will leave, Miami will leave, North Carolina will leave. Florida State is the first domino. And then... Everybody else is going to follow suit. Yo, no, you're 100 percent right. It, it, it would it, that uh, that would be it. It, it, it. That that would absolutely be it. And and the SEC and the Big Ten would engulf the best teams, and the and the leftovers would be the Big Twelve. Yeah, and, and, and then it's just then the time's ticking on the Big Twelve, right, Zach? I think the Big Twelve could be around for a while, but yeah, it, it's not sustainable long term, especially without Texas and Oklahoma. Just because I look at the Big Twelve, who's the alpha right now? I'm, football, State, football, football wise, Oklahoma State, yeah, Baylor, uh, Kansas State, yeah. I mean, but I, none I, of those are huge th- brands. Either. No, they're not. No, they're They'd absolutely be not. Like the ninth or tenth, tenth best brand in the Big Ten or the SEC. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, that's the thing. If they if they're allowed to stay around, it's just because the SEC or the Big Ten don't want any of their teams. Yeah, unless Florida State <laughs> happens to go to the Big Twelve, no. they're not going to. No, do they, they, Florida they, State's leaving. It's for one. Probably it's one of those two guys. It's one of those two. It's for the Big Ten or the SEC. It's not for Florida State. Louisville would probably end up in the Big Twelve. Yes, I, I would. If the ACC blew up, I think the, that Louisville would end up in the Big Twelve. Absolutely, I don't think the Big Ten would take them. I know the SEC wouldn't take them because of Kentucky. Right. And heck, the SEC might not take Florida State because of Florida. I think they would only because we've seen examples where I think if the SEC could take Clemson, I think they would. 
Okay. Yeah. In South I, Carolina, yeah. is there? I mean, Texas and Texas A and M are both in the SEC. That's now. true. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe the SEC would take Louisville. I, I, don't, think, I don't know. I, I don't think they would take Louisville. I think they would take Florida State. Take Florida State. They yeah. would absolutely take Florida State. I agree. But yeah, if this if this is if this happens, I know I know the grant of rights. Like, there's been some loopholes found by 2025 that can you know blow up the entire thing going on. So that would be Texas. Sat is the alpha in the Big Twelve. Sat's <laughs> 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 hey, Sat's uh, uh, one of his uh, offensive uh, quarters. Coordinators uh, leaving for uh, uh, leaving for, uh, for for Tennessee. So how about that? All right, let's go ahead and talk a little more Kentucky uh, basketball here. So again, the Cats win Saturday over uh, Auburn at Auburn, and one of the talking points in all of this, Zach, has been Antonio Reeves. Uh, as the season has gone on, he's proven to be the most important player for Kentucky on offense, okay? Offensively speaking, he's the the, the catalyst to get everything going. Um, Antonio Reeves, while maybe not being the prototypical NBA player that Rob Dillingham is going to be or the ball distributor that Reed Shepard is or the defender that DJ Wagner is or however you want to put it, Reeves is the most consistent player on offense where Dillingham will have an off night. Reed Shepard will have an off night. We know DJ Wagner's had his fair share of off nights. Antonio Reeves doesn't have off nights. He hasn't this season at all. Averaging 19.5 points per game, shooting an absurd 49% from the field, Zach. He's shooting 49%. He's 50, 40, 90. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah, he's 50. Almost 50, 40, 90. Yeah, almost 50, 40, 90. He's shooting, uh, let's see here. From the three-point line, he's yeah, he's shooting forty-nine percent from the field, forty-three point nine percent from the three-point line, and eighty-six percent from the free throw line is what he's doing. And I mentioned this in the first hour, and I true, I, I truly believe this. If Kentucky were to figure it out and put it together, and Antonio Reeves continues the same clip, and they make a a decent or deep run in March. Antonio Reeves' return to Kentucky should be one of the biggest stories in all of college basketball. I think it should be already. Antonio I Reeves, do, I agree. he was very good last year, but I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't think anybody no. saw 50-40-90. I don't think anybody saw potential first-team All-American, but that's what he's been. And he's the guy at this point, we don't even think much about Antonio Reeves going into games. We know he's going to drop 20, 25, yeah. 30 points. He's... The guy who's the reliable guy. He had 22 the other night against Auburn. You know, kind of took over in the second half. He did. We don't think of Antonio Reeves as a wild card anymore. He's the constant guy through good and bad all season long. He's the one guy that you know mm-hmm. is going to show up every game. And I, I somehow, I can't believe it's possible to be the best player at maybe the blue bloodiest of blue bloods in college basketball and be underrated. But he has certainly managed. Yeah, to do that. no, he he. If he was a freshman. Yeah, and I saw someone point this out on Twitter. I can't remember the the uh, Twitter handle. I'd give you your props, but if he was a freshman, they'd be talking about him as a top three, top four draft pick right now. But because he's you know a fifth year uh, player, he's not t- because of his age. He's not talking. But if he if 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 you switched his stats with Rob Dillingham's stats, yeah. we're talking you know the number one draft pick. Oh, absolutely. Potentially. I don't think there's any question. Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm not I'm not advocating for Antonio Reeves in the NBA, but what I am saying is he's been that good. And it it it, it it's forgotten 
in the conversation with Antonio Reeves how close he was to leaving Kentucky. Yes. That was a reality. We did an entire week, two weeks, however long that was, Zach, that we talked about that on, on this show, where it was like, hey, Antonio Reeves is actually trying to get out of Kentucky. They talked about him going to Michigan. They talked about him going to Illinois, somewhere in the Big Ten. Yeah, everybody thought he was going to go to Illinois. That was the one I think that people were saying he was signed up for classes there and all that. Well, he signed up for classes at Illinois State. At Illinois State. And then, yeah. yeah, and he took he was taking classes to try. The his problem was he he didn't have he didn't have the the eligibility. He didn't have the credits. Yeah. To to become a grad transfer. Right. He he didn't have enough, and he put himself in that position. But it took a Herculean effort from the current Kentucky, like the new incoming Kentucky players, to get him to stay. I remember, you know, Reed Shepard talking about the text thread they had with Antonio Reeves, where they all were trying to convince him to come back. And can you imagine what this team would be if Antonio Reeves indeed had gotten his initial wish? And was able to transfer to Illinois oh, and get team, out of yeah. Kentucky. They would not be; they'd be a borderline bubble team. Yeah, I agree with that. He's been that valuable to them this year. I yeah. don't think there's any doubt about it because the freshmen, they've had their moments. Obviously, Reed's been a constant. Mm-hmm. Dillingham has mostly been a constant. But Wagner, Wagner's been good, not great, not great. Bradshaw has not been anywhere near what we thought he would be. No. It's a freshman class that. It's like a B class right now. I, I, if we had to letter grade him, it'd be like you, a B. If you were okay, this this is a good exercise. Okay, so I like this. So Rob Dillingham was a hit. Yes, we can agree on that. No question. Reed Shepard has been a hit. Absolutely not expected to be a hit, but he's been a hit big time. Okay, Justin Edwards has not. No, he's been fine. He's had moments. He's but, had moments, but he's not been that overall great player he was expected to be. No, he was the top player in this class and has not lived up to that. No. Aaron Bradshaw has not hit. No. And then uh, who am I missing? Wagner. Wagner. I would say most. I'd say he's been, for the most part, he's been really good. I would say a hit. I would for say the most part. I agree. I, so I would say the class hits are Reed, Dillingham, Wagner, Mrs. Bradshaw, Edwards. I think that's right. I think Wagner, he's proven how valuable he is because they're yes. 0-3 when he hasn't played. And even though he hasn't been maybe quite what people anticipate, he's a good passer. He's been able to get the ball to the basket. He's had solid offensive games, and he's, he's a, a very a, good defender. Yes, I, I, I think I think that's 100% fair. I think it, it, for the evidence to be you lose this much when this one player isn't in your lineup tells me how important that you are as a player. Yeah. And, and, and so to me, the unexpected successes of Kentucky – to me, have been the bigger story. Mm-hmm. Your Antonio Reeves, I don't think people thought he would be this good. No. You got on Yenzo, I don't think people thought he was going to be this good. I know they didn't think Adu Thero was going to be this no. good. Trey Mitchell, he was kind of looked at as like, okay, he's a fine player out of the... He, he, he you know, he... he he he's a body for Calipari. He 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 addresses a need of the team. But I think that guy's been a hit. So I think the bigger story outside of the freshman and Reed Shepard's been way better than Reed Shepard's been way better. But I, I I think the I think the guys that weren't heralded that have stepped up and become very good reliable players are the story of this team. Where would they be without, like I said, without Antonio Reeves? Where would they be without Adu Thiero yeah. these last few games? Absolutely. If you got on Yinso hadn't taken a jump from last year, they'd be in big trouble because neither Bradshaw nor Ivisic have been consistent good players. Did we just look at Ivisic as he just hasn't had enough game reps because he wasn't eligible until the middle of January? Is that, is that where we're at or is there something I think than so that? because the difference between him and Bradshaw to me, Zach, is that he... 
he looks more comfortable on a basketball court than Bradshaw does. Yeah, and he's not fouling people. He's not like a he's not great defensively. No. Is he a defensive liability the way that Bradshaw at times has been, especially against pick and roll? I don't think so. No, he had been that bad. But I, I for for me it's just I think that's right. I think if he would if he would have been eligible at the beginning of the season, I think he would be ahead of Bradshaw in the pecking order as it comes to that that five spot. I but, would agree with that. But I, I yeah, I, I think but to me the best the bigger story is is the other guys that have, have contributed to this team. But you know Antonio Reeves deserves everything that he he'll get and he'll be I, I mean I'm convinced he's going to be an all American. American. He's first team all SEC. That's not even a question as far oh. as I'm concerned. I think he should be a first team all American. I don't know if he will be a first team all American. I think he sh- will at least be second team. But I think yeah. if Kentucky beats Alabama and if Kentucky goes on and has a strong finish to the regular season, makes a run in the SEC tournament, then I think Antonio Reeves has got a pretty good chance of being first team all American because I don't think Kentucky yeah. can do those things without Antonio Reeves being a big factor and having a couple of 25 or 30 point games. The next the next month and a half for him they're going to be huge uh, yeah. because I, th- I do I do think you're right. I think if he has a big month and a half, a big finish to the regular season, I, I think he gets in absolutely. And look, I- I'm not trying to downplay Reed Shepard or um, or Rob Dillingham's offensive, you know, uh, ability because they're they're both really really good. But I, like you were saying, both of those guys have a tendency to be streaky to where they'll score thirty five. Like Dillingham scored thirty five in, in one game. The next game he comes back he'll score eight. Yeah. Or Reed Shepard scores twenty two in the next game he'll come back and score like he did over the weekend four. Yeah, four against. You, you, yeah, you don't have. They're not saying that he wasn't valuable in that game. He had five steals in that game and and distributed the ball very very well yeah. defensively. He was much better. I'm not taking that, but I'm saying for offensive purposes, Antonio Reed is he may not be the instant offensive well actually no he is he kind of yeah he, he is, is. He, he really is he, he's no he's the best offensive player on the team there's no doubt about it so and yeah. look what's happened when teams have taken him away successfully south carolina i think that was a big talking point we sure. had when they took him away yeah they were lost offensively without antonio reeves and that's kind of been a recurring theme for them and i think teams when they're playing Kentucky, their number one job is to take away Antonio Reeves because if you can somehow manage mm. to do that, you put more on Dillingham, you put more on Reed Shepard, you put more on everybody else. And as good as those guys are, Antonio Reeves is your number one option for a reason. Yeah. So he's for, the guy you've got to take away. And for John Calipari, I think this has been a good experience with Antonio Reeves as well because he's not your prototypical Calipari guy. He wasn't last year. I mean, Calipari did not want to play Antonio Reeves unless he absolutely had to, unless his hand was hot. That's the only reason he would keep Reeves in the game right. if he was hot. That's completely changed this season. I think that's one of the reasons why Reeves had had such a decision on whether or whether or not he, you know, was going to come back or not because he wasn't for sure what his role in this team is going to be. He had all these flashy freshmen coming in. He was kind of pushed to the back last year, uh, you know, because of Casey Wallace and and and, and uh, oh shoot, who's the port point guard that left? Uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, he was that memorable. Severe Wheeler. Severe Wheeler, of course. <laughs> they had to play him more when Severe Wheeler left, but he like when you know he was kind of pushed to the back. Where I think for John Calipari, he sees now that you have to have a guy like this on your team, mm-hmm. an older guy that has confidence that can be an offensive catalyst if you need him to be. I think the the entire Antonio Reeves experience at Kentucky has been a good one for John Calipari as well as for Antonio Reeves. Yeah, and it's again, it's crazy to think that we're talking about a guy at Kentucky who's their best player being underrated to the mm-hmm. national college landscape and that's exactly what he's been and he should be in the mix for sec player of the year yeah he's gonna be 
at least, I think, a second-team All-American, if not a first-team All-American, and he is the key to this team. If Antonio Reeves plays well, they can play with just about anybody, and what I want to see at the end of games is I want to see him, Shepard, and Dillingham all have got to be on the floor for the most important offensive possessions. I agree. No, I, I and not having them all in together is uh, is, is the Gonzaga game goes comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, it's just a pit. Just, just, yeah. Now, did you see Jacques Vaughn was fired from the Nets? The yeah, Brooklyn that's Nets. not surprising. Did you see who took over? No, Kevin Ollie. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, Kevin. Kevin Ollie. Kevin Ollie is the interim head coach for the Brooklyn Nets, replacing oh Jacques Vaughn. Is he the worst coach in the history of college athletics to ever win a national championship? Yes. Well, it, what's funny is he he won he's won a title before John Cal. Or he's won a title since John Calipari won his last one, his only in one, twenty fourteen. He, he beat Calipari in the title beat, game. He beat Calipari in that title game, and he got an NBA job. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he got back to the NBA before before. John Calipari did. I think there was a time also, Zach, man, he's been he's been rumored for so many damn NBA coaching jobs throughout the year. I think there was a time where they were talking about Calipari uh, to the Nets. No, no, I take that back. No, he, did, he, coach he did coach the Nets and he got fired uh, for, for being uh, n- not good. But yeah, Kevin Alde, uh is now promoted to the job and I couldn't there couldn't be a worse pick for the Nets oh <laughs> he coached at overtime elite before yes. he was an assistant with the Nets and now he's the interim head coach you know how many teams he played for in his career how many teams he played for or coached for play for five. Oh no no 12 12 he played for 12 teams yeah Wow. Mavericks, Magic, Kings, another stint with the Magic, Sixers, Nets, another stint with the Sixers, Bulls, Pacers, Bucks, Son- Supersonics, don't even exist anymore. Cavs, Sixers, Timberwolves, Thunder. Wow. He played for the Thunder. Yeah, he wow. Did, he played for the Thunder and the Supersonics. Probably the last guy to do both. To ever do both, yeah. <laughs> now, Kevin Durant played a year for the Supersonics. He did. He was a Supersonics guy for one season. The first team that Kevin Ollie ever played for, by the way, was the Connecticut Pride. <laughs> they remember the Continental Basketball Association, the CBA. The, the Con- Connecticut I the Pride. CBA, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The Connecticut Pride. Uh, Texter Rig is Zach smoking that weed. Reads All American. Stop it. You got to get ready for it. Get ready for it. It's going to happen. You, you you can say we're smoking that. You don't have one player on your team that could carry his. His gym bag. Stop it. Louisville Stay fan. Stay off the Stop weed. It. <laughs> like yeah. Texture, how's all Ellie, uh, how, sorry, how's Ollie worse than Cal head to head, baby? You know the answer to that question. You you absolutely know. know. That, just the way that, that every time Rick Pitino lost to John Cal Perry, you still thought that Rick Pitino was the better coach. So you, you need to quit. Texture, flip Bradshaw Edwards. I think Aaron has been a bigger disappointment. I, I can't argue against that. I, I think Aaron Bradshaw has been a I massive disappointment. I would agree with that because outside of the North Carolina game, Bradshaw has done next to nothing. Justin Edwards has had a couple stretches lately yeah. where he's scored seven points in a couple minutes or he's had some rebounds and made a couple of good defensive plays. Bradshaw's given next to nothing. Yeah. He's a liability on yeah, the Yeah, he's he's been bad. But to his credit, he's not pouted or quit or become toxic or anything like that. He's still cheering and, right. and smiling. So like he at least he's not bringing the, the team down. That's right. Uh Texture. Reed was huge in the second half, making great passes and no turnovers against pressure defense. No, he was really, really good. Yeah. Uh Texture <laughs> When are Zach and Anna going out? <laughs> oh, I've seen that on the text on a couple of times. That's been brewing ever since we did the Valentine's Day show on Wednesday. By the way, great show. Thank you. That was that was very good. Thanks. I like the Zach the Zach Cantrell uh, relationship advice. <laughs> uh, that was very good. She thought it was good too. Like I, I was yes. just kind of messing around or whatever, but people, you know, that's actually 
That fits. You 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 are a matchmaker. Communication is important, people. You give Katie a run for her money. I yeah. Where's my segment? How about that? Yeah, Drew. Yeah, you <laughs> my relationship Zach Can- advice segment. Yeah, we need Zach Cantrell. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need Zach Cantrell Thursdays where he gives relationship advice. I'm, I'm all for that. It needs to be on the flagship. There we go. Yeah, let's do that. Or well, you me, do- me and Louie already do Hump Day Wednesday. So. <laughs> what is what does that entail? Oh, we just like saying it's Hump Day because it's Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the only reason. Just because it's yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. No other reason. Wait, plus, it's fun to say hump day. It is fun to say hump day. Yes. A camel's hump. The camp hump day? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, guess what time it is, Mike? Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is, Mike? Guess what day? Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> what a classic commercial. All right, let's take a break. Um, on the other end, we'll do our final segment here. I'll rummage around and see what we can uh, talk about. Hey, 27 area locations. Walk in. drive through delivery. Cox and Evergreen Liquors. It's Louisville's go-to liquor store. No matter where your favorite team tailgates this season, chances are good that there's a convenient Cox and Evergreen Liquors nearby. You also have the buy three, get one free every Wednesday when it comes to their premium cigars. So check that deal out. Only 48 hours until that deal is back at every Cox and Evergreen location. They'll also have a booth out of the Tailspin L-Fest next Saturday, March 2nd. So go ahead and buy your... Um, your um, Oh, which cost cigars and other tobacco products at the Tailspin Elfest at their booth. And don't forget that they have all the wine, the beer, the mixers, everything you need. They're Louisville's go-to liquor store, coxeslouisville.com. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. We have plenty of programming around here other than your normal everyday Monday through Friday radio shows. Wednesdays, we have Louisville Sports Live, 7 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Saturday, the Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey and James Black, 10 to 11 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville. The High School Hour presented to you by the Cutter Group, 10 to 11 a.m. on ESPN 680-1057 and Sunday. That's the Sunday morning hangover 10 to noon with Nick Curran, Phil Baker, Zach Cantrell. So all of those are our additional extra programming. Uh, tune in as well. Thank you. 437-9680 UPS Jobs text line. Uh, now, Phil Baker, uh, Zach is the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. Phil Baker, Zach. Mm-hmm. He is he's off for uh, for a, a couple of weeks now. That's right. His wife, I believe, is she's set to give birth tomorrow. Oh, how about that? How about that? So Phil Baker going to be a, a daddy for the second time okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Now I just also learned a friend of mine who I never thought was going to have children. Like I thought he just because he he never in my mind expressed any desire to have kids. Well, he's going to have a kid. I oh. found that out over the weekend, wow. which is, yeah, very, very interesting. So very, very happy for him. But it seems like babies are in the air, Zach. How about that? Yeah, not around my world. <laughs> you know, not what? that I know of. You're, I was going to say, now, are you are you worried at all that the baby, the, 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 like, like something's in the water here with these babies? Or are you worried at all? I wasn't. Now I'm a little concerned. Now you're a little concerned? Yeah, you can have a little <laughs> concern going on. You you better be careful out there, Zach. Uh, yeah. well. you, you, don't, you never know. You can get a baby, Zach. Little baby Zach Cantrell. Yeah. Now, one day, would you like to have a child? Uh, 
Potentially. I don't know. I've never really given it much thought. Really? You've never thought about it too Not much? Not really. I'm married to my career right now. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Married to the game. How married, about that? To, married to the game. Zach Cantrell is married to the game. Now, I'm, you- I'm playing the game. The game's not playing me. <laughs> That's right. The game don't play you. You're you're in control of the game, Zach. That's right. So when's the, when's the next boys weekend out? Uh, Well, my birthday's in a couple weeks, so there's that. Oh, okay. Well, how about that? So so when is your birthday? Uh, March 7th. It's on a Thursday. It'll be 31. Or as I call it, 29 for oh, the, for the third straight year. No, very good. Yeah, yeah. 29 for, So you're going to be out at the. So we're going to be, you say the 7th? Yeah. We're going to be out at Dundee Tavern on the 7th oh, for the there show. You go. How about that? So maybe you okay. ride out to the Dundee Tavern, you hang out for a little bit, yeah. you know, get the birthday started early, sure. pop on air, say uh-huh. hello to the people out there. That's I, right. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot, Zach. That's a plan. That, okay, let's do that. Okay, so we'll be at Dundee Tavern on the 7th. Uh, Justin Sofro is texting me. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, he wants to know if you and Torillo hit it off on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. I thought y'all did a very, very good job on that show. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Texter. Oh, Texter text in. 437-9680. Texter, have you all talked about the KP Mafia Twitter space? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we did. I, I I listened to a few of the of, of the clips uh, off air. And I'm sure you wish you didn't. I can't. Yeah, we can't play them on air. Oh, no. We want to be standing as a station to, after today. Texture, how are you talking about UofL Twitter spaces but never been in one? Do you teach your students about things yourself haven't studied? Well, I did have people send clips to me uh, of, of of the sounds about the UofL Twitter spaces. So I studied all I needed to, to study. I have about four clips on my phone <laughs> that I listened to earlier today. I've been invited to go to the Twitter spaces, Zach. Should I do that? Can I invite you to go to the Twitter spaces? I, I've been, You yes. should pop in on one of them just to see how they it react. would be funny uh, it, now if, just if, because they call you out and they're like oh he's never going to show up and then he actually does and yeah okay, I mean, they, what do i do now they've invited me i've, oh, I've wow. been i've been invited to go to the to the one of these twitter spaces so okay what time does louisville play on saturday let me see here they don't play saturday they play wednesday oh they're they play wednesday night at seven don't they that's right yep no saturday game i watch kentucky at nine I've got to do that. Maybe, yeah, they've got LSU. Yeah, they got LSU. Maybe while the cats are on, I hop into a little Twitter space yeah. just to see. Yeah, like yesterday they were... Just be like, I come in peace. Yeah, what was it yesterday? <laughs> I think the guys, they did their four-hour show and they're like, I can't believe you're doing this during the women's game. Like, show some support for Walls. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Walls is actually winning games. What are we doing here? Let's go. Why are we, we, we're focusing on KP. Walls is playing. Walls lost too. Oh, he boy. Did lose I mean. yesterday. But at least after they lost to what, Syracuse on uh, last Sunday, he had the gall to go after the officials. And yeah. That's one of my big pet peeves is that the officials can just hide behind all their mistakes while the coaches and players have to go explain everything they do. That's right, Zach. You should, you should, you should, you should go for change. All right, here, they're, they're telling me right now, says it was a four-hour show. Ennis shows up sometimes. I can see Ennis showing up to that. Yeah, I believe that. I can see that. You know, Ennis, he's a man of the people. I just saw Drew Deer walking down the hall. What's he still doing here? How about that? I don't think Ennis shows up for very long. I don't think he's there. He for just pops in. So if I just pop in and just just ha- like kind of hang out, should I talk to them, Zach? Should I should I, should I, should I speak? Sure. I, what if they start yelling at me? 
I don't think they will. They, back. S- they seem nice. Yeah. At least maybe they'll be nice to me. Sure. Maybe I'll be surprised if the KP the, the KP uh, fans will be nice to me. Texter, Dundee Tavern, I'm there. All right, Samson, mark it on your calendar, buddy. March the 7th, you, you better show up. Last time I saw you uh, in, in person, Samson, uh, it was at uh, the, oh, the sports betting place. Um uh, the sports betting place over there in uh, Southern Indiana. I forgot the name of that place. Dag on it. Andy and I went there. It was awesome. Uh, I, it, it was. It's in Clarksville. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, four three seven nine six eighty. Let's play some of the sound. What do you say, Zach? Want we'll to play a little coaching sound? Do you have something for us? Yeah. What we got? I, no, I see you looking at your phone. I thought you had some. No, no. I was looking at the text line. Oh, text. Oh yeah, text line. Yeah. They they want they want me to show up. I might show up. Yeah, because you know half the text we can't actually say on the air. So those are the ones I actually like reading. No, we can't say any of those <laughs> on air. Those are the, those are the bad. They ones. almost got me earlier with some coaching names did they really what was yeah. the coach i'll tell you later okay tell me later all right yeah. te- text text it's a me. popular uh popular name oh the popular name the guy oh okay there's a couple of those yeah I'll just... what are, what's the first name <sighs> craven <laughs> craven <laughs> you can fill in the rest Craven Whitecastle. Yeah, he coaches, he coaches at Illinois State, apparently. Yeah, Craven. That's where Antonio Reeves almost went. That's right. He went to coach. He went to play for Coach Craven. <laughs> <laughs> Craven, what are you craving? Whitecastle. Whitecastle. <laughs> All right, Texter. Just a few weeks before I got get to Hobnob with IPA if you streamble at Tailspin Elfest. That's right, Samson. Let's go. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this. All right, so let's listen to some of these sound. All right, let's go with, because look, I mean, Kenny Payne does have the health of his team working against him. It's actually been quite astonishing the amount of players that have been out at Louisville this season. Dennis Evans, J.J. Trainer, uh, Sky Clark, Hersey Miller, uh, Tyler Johnson has an injury. I mean, it's just gone on and on and on. The players that haven't only been out, but they're like out for the season. Like, they, they're not playing anymore. It has been snake bit, as Nick Curran says. So let's go ahead and play uh, KP Podium Post Pit uh, one about the health of the team that started the game. Yeah, Kenny, you, you know, Friday you spoke about, you know, just just like the health issues and guys missing time. Um, this group that started uh, last week, you praised them for having a good game against Clemson, uh, finishing strong in the second half. What about the start of this game and just, you know, um, as a whole did not, you know, the things couldn't go right for them, just, if, uh, just in terms of scoring the ball? Well, I think, again, we're ranked 305th in oh. experience, folks, so <laughs> it's going to be hard for them to understand the consistency that's needed, the discipline that's needed, uh, especially when you are playing without a point guard. It's the reason why I want players that are versatile, because from the summer till today, I practice on every player, one through five, being able to handle the ball and bring the ball up the court and initiate offense. Um for these moments right here. Look, I love my team. I love my guys. Oh, I'm 1,000% behind them. We are all disappointed in, in what happened out here today. Disappointed that an elite score scored, but how did he score? He scored with ease. Um, he didn't really have to really work really hard to get the baskets that he got. So that bothers me some. Really bothers me a lot. I'm not happy with that. Because we know what he was. We know how good he is. We know how strong he is. We know how good he shoots the three. For him to walk out of this game with nine threes. 
All right, so there you go. Well, he's out here with nine threes. Uh, breaking news here from Jeff Borzello. Not breaking news, but news from Jeff Borzello. Arizona coach Tommy Lloyd has signed a contract extension. They'll keep him in Tucson until at least 2029 per the school. He'll make $5.25 million in year one, raising to $6 million in year five. And then there's also... I believe this was from Trilly, uh, Trilly Donovan. Um, here it is. Okay, so Trilly Donovan said this as well. And this is this all ties into KP and Louisville stuff. Okay, so Tommy Lloyd gets a big time extension, going to go up to six million dollars a year at uh, Arizona. So it says this uh, for Trilly Donovan: Tommy Lloyd will be the first of many to earn an extension this cycle. South Carolina is already working on a massive deal to fend off suitors for Lamont Paris. Okay, so w- w- I'm bringing this up, Zach. As we just heard, uh, Kenny Payne, and I think we all understand that Kenny Payne is, you know, he has five five regular season games left as Louisville's head basketball coach, and then however many games in the ACC tournament, whether that be one or two, we don't know. But in, in, in my estimation, we're looking at we got six games to go. At, at most, well, at most seven games to go if they make it to a second yeah, game. Games, right. at, at most, they'll win one game in the ACC tournament and then he'll be gone. Right. So now the conversation is moving to, you know, who's next? And, uh, you know, Trilly's right here with all of these high profile jobs uh, or just Division One college jobs opening up. Yeah. Teams with coaches worth a damn are going to do what the Bruce Pearl situation did with Auburn and lock them in. Yeah, because I mean he was discussed before Kenny Payne got hired as a Louisville, you know, a Louisville candidate, and then that was locked up just a few days after that. Oh, there's going to be a lot of coaches parlaying their current job into a massive raise to stay where they're at, and there's going to be other coaches. Look, Louisville is a job that if they think it's as good as it is, and I don't know if it is right now, just based on what's happened the last couple of years. But if it's as good of a job as they think they, that it is, outside of six schools, seven schools in America, mm-hmm. everybody should be lining up for that job. I just don't know if that's going to be the case because of the everything that's happened there the last couple of years with the, the off-the-court stuff, with the fact that they've won 12 games now in, in two years. Wouldn't surprise me if they end up with a mid-major coach. And by the way, if they end up with a mid-major coach, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. I mean, there's a lot of successful mid-major coaches. Think of Dan Hurley just a couple years ago when he was coaching at Rhode Island. Sure. Four years later, now he's a national championship coach at UConn, and they may be building something that lasts longer than that because they're really, really good. So, Oh, they're here to stay. UConn's going to be around yeah, for a yeah, very he, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, UConn's here to stay. I just don't want Louisville fans to get too disappointed if they don't get the sexy coach, if they don't end up with Scott Drew, or they don't end up with Jay Wright. That's not happening. I had a text earlier. What's the percentage chance from 0 to 100 that Jay Wright comes? I would say it's less than 0. Oh, yeah. Jay Wright's less. not coaching anywhere. He's got no. the perfect life. He's broadcasting. He's a rock star in Philadelphia. He's already won titles. There's no reason for him to ever coach no. again. It's it, not happening. It's his, his life is he, he's very happy right now. He's already come out and said multiple times, I'm not jumping back into coaching. All right, so uh, the, the guy I'm looking at, Zach, for movement mm-hmm. with his, is Eric Musselman. If I'm a Louisville yeah. fan, he's the guy I'm watching because they they just had an absolutely dreadful season. They're 12 and 13. Um, that has just not worked. I mean, normally this this formula for Eric Musselman of going and getting a bunch of dudes in the portal and just figuring it out as they go along has worked great for them. The, the difference between this team and that team is they don't have the amount of McDonald's All Americans that they've had, especially last year, um, to to to, com- to complement those portal dudes but i I, i'm looking to see what 
is done on the Arkansas administration side? I mean, do, do, do they look to extend his contract? Do they look to offer him more money? If if they don't, and the season continues to flop the way it's flopping, Eric Musselman could be out the door. And he's a guy that doesn't typically last at a job no, he very doesn't. long. So he might be looking to bounce, might be looking for his next challenge. That's the thing, though, when you have year after year, you're mm-hmm. building your entire team based on the transfer portal. Eventually, you're going to have a year where the portal isn't as hot as you would expect it to be and you kind of strike out and this is exactly what happens and they just haven't had all that great of a season I still look at Musselman as a very good coach I mean he's been to the Sweet 16 the last three years or so and he went there with uh, Nevada as well so Mm -hmm. if they end up with Eric Musselman I don't think Louisville fans will be all that disappointed about it I know this this year wasn't great I think so too Musselman is a very good coach this year aside I I think he's I think yeah I think he's a very good coach I don't know if he is, he's not elite. He's not elite, but he's 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 way better than than what they have. If they get Musselman, that would be Musselman with the roster that Louisville has with the talent they have. Because no one said Louisville doesn't have talent. If yeah. Musselman had that talent, they would be probably a bubble team. And, and well, that's what there. I said last week. I believe Friday is when I said, you know, other than Josh Hurd having the coaching list, he needs to have a player list too of, of yeah. players he wants to to stick around. Yeah, I mean, if if Kenny and if the players are as close to Kenny Payne as we believe, and that they have spoken, uh, you know, out in favor of keeping him around, then logic would dictate that there might be some players leave because Kenny Payne's gone. Yeah. And Josh Hurd's going to have to do a good job of locking a guy like Brandon Huntley Hatfield or Mike James into Louisville still and say, hey, look, I got a guy on his way. He's going to be good. Please stick around. You're a great player. We want you here at Louisville. The fans like you here at Louisville. He needs to have a list of players that he needs to convince to stay because there is talent on this team. There are guys that can play and be good at Louisville and win basketball games with the right coach. Mike James, Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams. Curtis Williams. They have guys there. Talent has never been the problem for this team. I would like to think that players are smart enough to recognize Eric Musselman's a really good coach or, you know, whoever they end up getting to be that guy because I don't think Louisville's going to end up with a guy that's a career assistant no. or anything like that. They're going to get a current head coach, whether They're it's a mid-major a, level or yeah, a power six. Level. I agree with that. But I think players are smart enough to recognize that these guys can coach. And I I would like to think that they're not so steadfastly loyal to Kenny Payne that if Kenny Payne leaves that 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 they leave as well yeah but i don't know it'll, it'll be interesting to see because i mean that's going to be as locking up the coach locking up these players is going to be just as important texter uh it's muscleman and it's done I, I don't know if it's done or not but I, I think i think it could be case uh texter zach enjoyed the show at noon if you need a guest this week i would be happy to be on oh who is that i have no idea wow How? unfortunately we don't have the names on the text but i appreciate the the sentiment that was very nice texter. Thanks. it's fair to say we have been plagued by injuries but we would be remiss to forget we effing lost to uh, to Ducky Wesleyan at full strength. No, I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to give, yeah, Samson, I'm not trying to give an excuse because they were full strength when they lost to Ducky Wesleyan a thousand percent. And I, when I, they barely beat UMBC and yeah, they lost to Arkansas exactly. State. Like, this team has never, even when they were fully healthy, they weren't exactly a juggernaut. So let's not use the injuries as a excuse. They haven't helped, certainly, because they haven't been healthy for a while, but it's not like they went from, I don't know, 
being a six and O team to all of a sudden they can't play basketball sure. because they got people hurt. It's not like that. No, no, that, that, that was not that absolutely was not the case at all. So yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting uh, going forward to see how many of these teams start extending and giving uh, giving their 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 coaches raises uh, as well. Tommy Lloyd's, uh, I mean that that's that's a big one for yeah. for Arizona. I want to see Tommy Lloyd actually do something in the tournament because Arizona's had a couple of really good regular seasons and he deserves his contract extension because Arizona wasn't all that great in the in between the Sean Miller era and where they are now. Yeah. But like, you have the number one seed two years ago. You lose in the Sweet 16. Last yeah. year, they were a two seed. They win the Pac-12 tournament. They lose to Princeton in the first round. Do something in the NCAA tournament. The extension was deserved, but they're a projected number one seed again. Yeah. Let's see if they actually do something out of it this time. Absolutely. Now, I have this question for you, too. Did you watch the new season of True Detective? Because apparently everyone's mad about it. No, I have not seen it. Okay. I haven't either. And I, I like True Detective. Really? I haven't seen any of it. I need to... Really? I, I, everybody tells me season one is one of the best seasons in the history of television. The it's one with fantastic. McConaughey Matthew and, uh, McConaughey. Woody oh, Harrelson. yeah. Woody Harrelson's in it. I need to watch it. It's awesome. No, it, 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 no it, they're correct on it's one of the best seasons ever in the history of television. And Just I've heard one every season. other season since has been terrible. I wouldn't say terrible season two was good it was just really really hard to like get into yeah it was very slow to start but i think they did okay uh season three was the opposite it started off really well just ended the ending wasn't good the ending was not good this season i haven't seen any of it all it's got jody foster i like jody foster but it, it's been a very very widely widely panned season like it was really bad i i, I thought it looked good it's called like true detective night country yeah, i think it's country. based like in alaska or something yeah and, and like I said, Jodie Foster's a good actor, so I thought it was going to be good. But yeah, I, 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 I haven't watched it, but people were pissed off about it. So I think I'm going to watch it to see why everyone's mad. Sure. I mean, the, that adds to the intrigue. I, I want to see if I get pissed off, too, or I wonder, what do these people talk about? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it works. And I like it when a show's so bad, you, you want to watch it, it kind of can work in the opposite way, I'll tell too. You, that's one of the reasons I've never started Game of Thrones, because of all the backlash to the last season. Like, if I'm going to enjoy the first five or six years, and then the last season's going to be terrible, what am I going to... Why am I bothering? It's like, why... Because... I, I like the show. I liked How I Met Your Mother, but the last season was so bad, and the finale was so bad that it taints your entire memory of the show. And but I think Game of Thrones... I, I'll defend Game of Thrones in this way and i agree the last the last season and a half two seasons were bad i my my thing is this though even in the bad seasons there were still some cool moments um but like there are some standalone episodes that are just so flipping good you have to see it okay like the red wedding the battle of the bastards hard home i mean these these standalone episodes are cinematic features within themselves and i know again the ending's bad i i I would say just watch it okay because it's got some of the best uh uh, the um when the red viper uh takes on the mountain i mean there's just a Tyrion lannister when he goes on trial i mean zach i'm telling you i know you zach you'd love it okay you would ask it watch it go in just like i know this the ending's gonna suck but just go in anyway yeah it's it, it has some of the the most you know, like unthinkable tw- like plot twists yeah throughout the show you'd really like it uh texture night country was good 
probably second best of the series. Okay. Because if I were going to rank them, I'd rank them one, three, two. Season one, season three, season two. With season one, season two and season three being interchangeable depending on my mood. But no, season one is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Texture, did Muslim talk bleep about UFL to L. Ellis? Yes, absolutely. But that's coaching. That's what happens, everybody. We can't, you don't think these coaches talk bad about each other in the programs all the time and, and, and end up being there? Uh, Texture, why does everyone think Muslim is a done deal? Does everyone understand he is now 12 and 13 this year? He finishes with a losing record. There's no way, 0% chance. Heard can hire him optically. I disagree. I, I think I think if Eric Musselman was hired, Eric Musselman was hired, even with this trash record, I still think it would be celebrated. I, I think it would be widely celebrated. It's just one season. I mean, college basketball is maybe the most volatile sport of all of them. It's not the same as having a five and seven year in football. Yeah, where you can just look at and what what in the world happened there. Basketball, it's twelve guys. Somebody gets hurt. You know, you have a transfer portal class go wrong like Arkansas had, and this yep. is what happens. Like, I don't put a ton of stock into one bad year. Coach K had a couple of down years. Calipari had the bad COVID year a couple oh, yeah. of years ago. You sure did. I mean, <laughs> don't don't put too much into one season. No, I agree with you. I, I still think Eric, Eric Musselman is a, is, is a good coach. And, and like I said, I've... Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, he'll come in and, and start beating Kentucky. I don't think so. No, but I'm I, not ready. To, if yeah. Musselman comes here, I'm not going to be like, oh, now Louisville's ready to win a couple of national championships and they just hired the Nick Saban of college basketball. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kentucky's back to number 17 in the AP poll. Uh, so they played number 13, Alabama coming to Rupp Arena, uh, which will be a big deal this week. And we'll talk about more about that this week. I think I need to get past L- LSU first. Uh, Texter, it's done deal because his NIL money at Arkansas is drying up. I, I, I don't they got a lot of NIL money now maybe the NIL money allocated to the basketball program maybe but I know I mean well you know who's one of the most prestigious alums that will make sure they never run out of NIL money Jerry Jones. Some guy named Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah. And they have Walmart in yeah. their backyard. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to, their NIL's going to be fine. All right, Zach, thank you so much for hanging out with me of course, today. It was a fun show. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Anna Tarullo will be back with us on her Tuesday spot. Uh, and then yeah, we'll see. Wednesday uh, will be Anna Tarullo as well. Then we'll, Friday, don't forget, we'll be out at the Bear Nose on Market Street, the brand new spot. Really looking forward to that. I can't have any meat pizza, uh, meat, meat pizza, meat pizza, though, uh, on Friday, Zach, because I'm Catholic. So I had to eat all their cheese pizza or their veggie pizza. I like veggie pizza. I can eat that too. So we'll do that. Uh, it's a round table here on ESP 680, 105.7. Everyone have a great night. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.